Welcome to WTBI. <laughs> the podcast oh, for ideas in the dark, yeah. There's well, I guess <laughs> this is what we're doing, and this is what we're doing. <laughs> Use this. lean into these themed episodes. Use this. <laughs> Bring me my bacon in. <laughs> we're recording the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> it's after deck. They're in my ears, Eustace. I told you. <laughs> It doesn't matter that you can't see them. Bring me my pills. <laughs> this is a podcast where we talk about filth and existential nightmares. Welcome to your existential crisis. John, can we... What What's wrong with this voice, Mark? Well, no, it's just like... I want to unpack it a little bit because I notice your accents tend to veer towards like Georgia, like South Carolina, Georgia coast, like plantation. <laughs> and I don't know what that that Maintain is. Maintain your accent, Mac. Oh, sorry, I just did. There we go. I was very interested. In it's, the, it's really hard to maintain an accent when everyone's doing an accent. You kind of drift that's towards... True. <laughs> Especially when these accents are so similar in nature. That's right. <laughs> or maybe like a, a southern a southern drawler, maybe we'll go West Texan on it. It's so hard. It's so hard to do these. <laughs> it, what are we talking about? Things that come back after dark is what we're talking right. about. Let's yeah. all introduce ourselves. What? <laughs> wow, you broke the speaker. Look at that. <laughs> you got as close as you could and just shouted and do it. <laughs> Welcome to WTBI or What's the Big Idea? It's a podcast where four relatively smart people talk about some relatively dumb things. We're taking home run swings in the dark at products, services, ideas, etc. that we come up with, you produce, and then we get a cut on the back end. Uh, as you may have noticed, we don't have a normal episode for you today. Instead, we have a smattering of delicious bits from previous episodes, quite early episodes, actually. Um, if you want to look them up, I think there's seven, episodes 7 through 10. So pretty far back there, which is cool because it's sort of a pseudo-time machine that this episode can serve as. It can also serve as a pretty good introduction uh, to the podcast if you want to share it with your friends and family that are, like, cool. Like a cool uncle who's, like, okay with cussing. Because there's a lot of cussing. Um... A, a maybe not such a good part about going back to previous, uh, especially the earlier episodes, is that my audio quality was garbage. So 
just know that that's not great, but it's not the sultry sort of delicious liquid gold that you're currently hearing. Um, so yeah, uh, this is a best of volume two, uh, covers episodes seven through ten. Uh, and there's a lot of good stuff in here. I enjoyed listening back uh, to these friggin' bits. It's a very stupid podcast. So anyways, uh, hopefully in the next episode we'll have a normal one. Um, we've just been super busy. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to stop taking up the time here. Uh, and I hope you enjoy. Uh, please feel free to share this. Uh, yeah, and um, thank you guys for listening and enjoy. I'll be back later uh, at the end here. Uh, to sort of give you an outro, uh, and yeah, in the in the meantime, in, enjoy listening back to friggin' 2017 or whatever the hell, uh, 2018 maybe, um, when we recorded this. So uh, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> here's another. Okay, fine. Here, here's another garbage fire idea. This is a service called Nope, that's trash. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh shit! No, John, I love it. Yeah. So this is. I could use this as a pack rat. I could use this <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like everybody gets to this point in their life at some at some time where you're like, oh man, I should really just keep that stuff. And then this is basically like a, a little device that just scans everything you own, and it tracks the the number of times you use it and the position in your house. And if you don't, if you don't use it and like, it's just sitting there, yeah, it just says, it pops up a little notification that says, nope, that's trash. And if you try to sell it, but it's in unsellable condition, it also says, nope, that's trash. Well. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Another man's trash. You can sell a lot. You can. Yeah. Um, no, this is really good. I do, do you know how many things I like? get or keep um for the strict purpose of like my children who don't exist and are nowhere in sight finding them <laughs> one day <laughs> like i have boxes of compact discs for just such a reason i thought you were gonna say condoms <laughs> oh god damn no. it for his kids come here and use dad's <laughs> no god damn it year old condoms <laughs> nope you know, I th- yeah, okay, but yeah, really, like this, yeah, exactly. Like, I no, seriously, John, like, yeah, yes, like I had a, I had a homebrewing like fad at one point, and now my house is full of homebrewing equipment and things that never get used. And the little bot would say, "Hey, John, nope, that's trash. You should get rid of it." Mm. Yeah. Um, permission to take this to a dark place. <laughs> God Always. <damn> it. <laughs> You should never ask permission. Yeah, just go there. <laughs> I'm just imagining the situation where, like, what is this called, John? It's called Nope, That's Trash. Nope, that's the product? Yeah. That's <laughs> so good. Or, like, an <laughs> app, maybe? <clears throat> so, nope, like, I have Nope, that tra- That's Trash installed on my phone, and, like, it's just been going off, like, all the time, because I never use anything in my apartment. <laughs> and then I just I'm, keep throwing things out of the apartment <laughs> over and over, and it's like, oh, I really, I liked these shoes, and I wear them pretty frequently, but I guess I'll throw them away, because <laughs> I have to, and... I thought you were going right, to go much well, darker than that, Jared. I thought I was going to scan well, you. I don't really, it yeah, he's yet. not there I don't yet. Really ever, I don't really ever play Wait for this it. guitar, I suppose, and, and I, I, I guess this hat it. isn't that great. And then eventually everything in your apartment is gone, and 
nope, that trash just keeps beeping. <laughs> it keeps going <laughs> off. <laughs> it does not. Nope, that trash cannot put a value on human life, okay? <laughs> it's built into the programming. God damn it. <laughs> How expensive is it going to be for us to get the so license sad. to Hello Darkness, my old friend? <laughs> Probably extremely. Well, let's just do it until we get sued. How's that? <laughs> we can do our own acapella covers. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, crap. Uh, nope, that's oh, no. trash is actually going off right now. And it's pointing directly at the microphone. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. The dumb thing we all do together. <laughs> Anyone Listen, every time I visit the toilet, I feel so much better the next day. <laughs> what? He's talking about how this... this is, never mind. This is our sadness toilet. Yes. We've been a, oh. Also, every time I... Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Jesus. He doesn't, he doesn't poop very often. <laughs> yeah, like Thanks, once <laughs> idea okay unless you yeah. guys don't go. no all right go for it all right it's sort of sciencey again i'm sorry i'm just a huge nerd that's great that's okay great. so so context in case the listener does not know but you have a boner <laughs> wow John, you are always ready like you <laughs> don't even need any prep time we, finish, we, no we finish each other's all. sentences all the time <laughs> it's weird how all of Kelsey's sentences and boner. It's so weird. Anyways, yeah, it's just like a mon- like when John says that, like he finishes each other's sentences all the time. It's a montage of cuts from like the past, their past. Like Kelsey's ordering something at a restaurant. It's like, hi, I'll have the a boner. boner. Um, John, um, I wanted to talk to you about this Mad Lib you turned in at, uh, into class, and um, I just. <laughs> I just feel like you could have been a little bit more creative <laughs> the, in your the, work. The guidance counselor is here. Uh, <laughs> if you need to talk to someone. <laughs> <laughs> are those somehow Wait, spelled differently? Are th- yeah, are they the same nope, word? No, they're the cork, same cork. word twice. Cork, cork, cork. Uh, these are, th- they're, they're tiny corks that cork up all the holes in a cork. <laughs> <laughs> This cork is too porous. That's just glue. God, I love that. No, they have to be tiny corks. Yeah, they're they're discreet. Or they're um, not. I think I think cork- this is also great because then you could have like an infinite number of even yeah. smaller corks. It's like fractal. Cold. God damn it. Yeah, it's fractal. Exactly. Well, cork, fractal. Cork, cork. I need. Uh, do you sell the seventeenth layer corks here? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, you can. This is they're in this dust. And yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be visible. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, uh, is the smallest version quark quark? Oh, oh shit! Yes, <laughs> quark. Oh god! Very good. We're so nerdy. It does remind me of, this, of the fact that if you fold a pa- piece of paper in half forty-two times, you all have gone from one end of the universe to another. 
lips. It was like when a dog says, do you want to go for, or when a person says to a dog, do you want to go for a walk, but they don't have a leash. It's just like, you know that's impossible, and... Kelsey's like up late at night, and she's folding paper, and John walks downstairs, and like, she's like, 41? And John's like, no, it's Kelsey, It's impossible no. to do, you... <laughs> Hmm. Here we go. Ubiquitous finger. I'm sorry, say that again? Ubiquitous finger. Oh my god, say that again? Ubiquitous Ubiquitous finger. What? (laughs) Ubiquitous (laughs) finger. (laughs) You You sound like one of those announcements. John just stepped back and let Mark and Kelsey take it home. (laughs) Ubiquitous finger. Ubiquitous finger. It sounds weirder the more you say it. Ubiquitous finger. Yeah, you just need to keep saying it, I think. It's going to start to sound like a not a real word. Yep, it's already starting to sound like not a real word. Ubiquitous finger. (laughs) Ubiquitous finger. If you were wondering what episode to start your friends on of WTBF, well, there's no way that's not the title of this episode. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, shit. So nothing. Okay. Uh, let's go. Um, I don't even know what this play? is though. Wait, sorry. No, 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 no. Hold on. I want to go back to Yobekwa's finger. Yobekwa's finger. I think it might be no matter where you look, it's Mark pointing at you saying you big <laughs> finger. <laughs> and it's only for Kelsey. Right. It's a, this isn't a product. This is just like a very short video that shows up wherever Kelsey goes. Like she turns and she sees a monitor and Mark's face pops up and he points at her and goes, you big with this finger. <laughs> You turn on the radio, there's a remix. Ubiquitous, ubiquitous, ubiquitous finger. (laughs) Remind, hold on one second. (laughs) Need to bring up the old notepad and uh, type in a song title. (laughs) Ubiquitous finger. Oh, can, can we, if you write that, can we please make that the outro of at least one episode? <laughs> Probably this episode, yeah. uh, but yes. Um, yeah, folks, uh, it's been a little bit uh, in the real world. You're getting this on your usual bi-weekly update, but uh, IRL, we haven't recorded for a couple weeks. Yeah, Kelsey and I uh, came down with the plague. And uh, spent yeah spent spent last weekend just completely prone and motionless. Uh, How are those boobos? <laughs> oh, okay. Are you asking Kelsey? What's a boobo? Oh, bubonic. Yes. <laughs> well, they're things that form when you have bubonic plague. Oh, God. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, they're like pus-filled <laughs> saccules. This podcast is really teaching me about what makes me uncomfortable. Like, what makes me instantly uncomfortable. And, like... (laughs) Good. Good, good, good. All right, so you guys know about 23andMe, the service that'll tell you your genetic background? Oh, hell yeah. 
So this is a uh, complimentary service called STD and Me. Yeah, sorry. That was involuntary. Nope. I didn't mean to make that noise. Nope, that is the absolute correct response to that, yes. It just kind of came out of me. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's the tagline for the company. Oh, God. Kobe. (laughs) Okay, John. damn it. What um what what is the service that they? I provide? mean, it's pretty straightforward. They'll basically gen- genotype your STD and tell you about it. <laughs> but okay, I know it's something you should not ever pay someone to do. No, just go a, to a no, doctor. Hold on. So as hold on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. you should go see a doctor. Do you send um, in? Sorry, go ahead. Let's not let's not get into the nitty gritty of the samples. <laughs> oh, okay. um, yeah, let's yeah. Um, let's just let's just say that they are. They're fine. Nope. You can get. Yeah, they're acquired. Nope. They're acquired and shipped in. Yeah. <laughs> you could track this technology would be of yes of some, social benefit. Yeah. Yes. Right. This would be of some interest to like people Epidemiologists. like uh, this, at the CDC, for yeah. instance. I think mm-hmm. would be probably the most interested because they could track via like DNA makeup the. Yeah. the evolution I mean, you'd have to have like mass involuntary like mandatory drift. testing also. Oof. But I, yeah, so I mean, this actually came, this idea, although it was kind of a goof em up, actually came from this um, thing that I don't know why I'm really interested in it, but there's this uh, strain of gonorrhea now. Oh, super that, gonorrhea. Yeah. yeah. That is resistant to just like everything. Pretty much all like anti, it's a bacteria, I think. Yes, it's antibacterial a bacteria. agents. Yeah, you just gotta hit the reset button down there. Is gonorrhea. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mark, what does that mean? Yeah, I'm confused. Um, don't go silent on us. (laughs) What is the reset button? You know, just gotta hit the reset. Like, just gotta push it in and then... Push what in? What are you talking about? You know, like on, a, you know, like on an, old, an old SNES, there's a reason. Yeah, you gotta take out the cartridge, gotta blow it in, and then put it back in. <laughs> Boosh. <laughs> Doosh. Are you talking about, like, removing your penis? <gasps> Maybe. Listen. Kelsey doesn't Wait know about this. You cannot let her know. <laughs> you just broke open the secret. <laughs> just busted Wait. this nut wide open. Oh, ah. jo- Mark, what did we tell you about using that phrase? <laughs> I don't understand still what's wrong with this. See, now um, John has to give Kelsey the mid and black zap to wipe her mind. Uh, yeah, if you guys give me one second here. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she got it! She's yeah. pointing it at me! Oh, fuck! <laughs> I literally cannot wait to see what John does now. John does what? What day do you think it is? It's Saturday. Good. All right. Yeah, we just Let's started just continue. recording. Let's just continue. Right. Mark, okay. what do we do on this podcast? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, beans. Actually, I think this is a great opportunity to just kind of... No. Start over here. <laughs> All right, so I've got one for the garbage fire today. It's called STD and Me. <laughs> oh, you just hit the reset button down there. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just set up a next hour of comedy.
listener submitted idea i have here we go so we have the this is our maybe i think our fourth uh listener submitted idea okay my idea is called chick fil b you know how chick-fil-a is always closed on sundays <laughs> uh. but i always get cravings for chick-fil-a on sundays so you go to Chick-fil-A on a Saturday, buy a ton of chicken sandwiches, and on Sunday you hang out in the parking lot and sell them with an option. Okay, I feel like I know who submitted this question. Uh, that's from the Chick Master. Uh, <laughs> this idea is very good, but incomplete. Okay. How? Um, the reason being that you can't be in every place at once. Mm-hmm. And so the user has a very good idea. And if you wanted to just make your own startup in your little town where this is what you do. And on Sundays you go and sell Chick-fil-A to the hungry wanderers that get it, come into the Chick-fil-A parking lot. Yeah. But the alternative is just because the company is closed does not mean that the restaurant must be closed. <laughs> okay. I, was, I was having what? a very similar thought, John. What? So, all you do is on Sundays, it is an empty restaurant. You come in with your crew, who is willing to work only on Sundays. Okay. And you open the Chick-fil-A location, but you just put a little paste-it note over the A. <laughs> and now you have an entirely independent franchise and business. <laughs> uh-huh. Operating out of a fully licensed and uh, regulated facility. So when you say you and your crew, you don't mean that you own this Chick-fil-A restaurant. You mean no, you broke into this Chick-fil-A restaurant. absolutely do not own this Chick-fil-A. <laughs> no. so, yeah, that is like too a, much overhead to own it. Some really elaborate heist or something. But again, this... Most chick so this is a this is a weird thing and I don't know why I know this but I do. A lot of locations where fast food restaurants are the buildings that they're in are often not owned by the franchise that inhabits them. Mm-hmm. So they are in fact usually owned just by a company Rental that company. rents out yeah. yeah a retail space. And so essentially you can just work out a deal with that rental company that on only on Sundays, Chick Fil B uh, operates in that location. I and uses the merchandise of Chick Fil A. Right. Yeah, yeah, so when they when they come so, in on Monday listen. and like all their stuff is gone, <clears throat> right? That sounds like this is what I like to call somebody else's problem. <laughs> An SEP. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, so Mark, you what? said you had a similar idea. Yeah, I was thinking, like, you could... I, I like the idea, and also that's a cool thing you brought up, John, that, like, it's not actually owned by Chick-fil-A Corporation, it's owned by some, like, leasing corporation. Yeah, third party. Or, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I was thinking you could, like, on Sundays, you could have, like, a pop-up restaurant inside of a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> oh, that's even more fun. I like that a lot. <laughs> you have a pop-up restaurant inside the Chick-fil-A, and, like, some percentage of the proceeds from this process, pop-up restaurant go to, like, LGBTQ advocacy, advocacy groups. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that a lot. Because Chick-fil-A can't do like shit. They're, they're not the ones <laughs> leasing out the space. 
we've got embarrassed bells or neighborly juice. <laughs> <laughs> neighborly juice sounds like a toned down version of empathy gun. Really? I thought it I thought neighborly juice was like when you move into a new neighborhood, mm. either you bring this to your neighbors or your neighbors bring this to you. You have to be like inoculated when you move to a new neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the brotherhood of the juice. Okay, please have the neighborly juice to put into your face hole. <laughs> So that we may all benefit from the lack of disease we enjoy here in this neighborhood. This gives you neighborhood immunity. (laughs) Drink the neighborly juice, my son. This only works from Elm to Ash Street, however. So as long as you stay within the boundaries, you should enjoy a disease-free happy life. Now, please. This sounds like an X-Files episode. If you go beyond Ash Street, the taint will get you. <laughs> this is very please. similar to an X-Files You may not be Neighborhood B. You are Neighborhood you are A. Neighborhood A. Please put the Neighborhood juice <laughs> into your face hole as described. <laughs> There's a PTA meeting next Wednesday. <laughs> Well, we will discuss gun violence and There will also be neighborhood juice. There will be more neighborhood juice to keep you inoculated. <laughs> I wonder if you would like to go to a meet and greet at the bar. There will be neighborly juice there. <laughs> you guys are the fucking weirdest people yeah. I know. We're the only people you know. Yeah, also true. <laughs> Alright, um... Anybody, anybody got anything to say about embarrassed bells? Otherwise, I, th- I think we're gonna. No, I think call we're it good. I think you nailed neighborly juice hard enough. <laughs> yeah, you did. Neighborly juice. It's not sold in stores, but Mrs. Smith has several. Wink. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh wait, wink. God. Wink, wink. wink. Wait, where, where is it made it's from? It's made from neighbors. For neighbors, by neighbors, from from neighbors. Deborah Deborah contributed the apples, and Ginny contributed her soul. Deborah Deborah is a neighbor. Please, have some neighbors. Deborah is a good neighbor. She has many apple trees. God damn it, can we please finish the goddamn podcast? This sounds like one of the, like... When their kids are learning to read, they have those like books in class, and this is the story that's being told. Because it's just D is for Deborah. She provides the apples. E is for Elaine. She tried to leave against the rules. God. F is for found Deborah. <laughs> what is happening? Just go with it, Kelsey. Uh, I want this podcast to be over. Okay, good. <laughs> I was wondering if, as a, you know, all I care about is weight loss strategies. So, I was wondering if you could make a tablet or something that you pop it in your mouth. 
and in a in an instant it gives you the experience of spending you know doing an eight hour shift every day for like three years at whatever restaurant you decided to pick because you don't want to like oh i if i just cut out mcdonald's then i'll you know i'll significantly i'll drop like 15 pounds in a couple months and so then you order the mcdonald's tablet and you pop it into your mouth and it gives you that experience instantly and it's just like this overwhelming i kind of don't hate it so yeah i think you might be underestimating how much like self-loathing futility and self-loathing you experience when working that kind of a job and to have that condensed into a tablet well okay be unpalatable um i do not looking for the experience he's looking for this effects of not wanting a thing. Right. Well, it's, it's, the it way isn't, Jared isn't, phrased it was like you get the experience of working there for yes, three or four I, years. I did. I, I did not explain it adequately. What I what I mean is that, um, for instance, you condense three years of the smell of McDonald's into it, not the psychological impacts of being <laughs> yelled at by a manager. Yeah. Um, so just although it would make you nicer <clears throat> to other people in service industries, it would. But you also wouldn't be going to those service industries anymore. So. I guess it's a moot point. But there's other service industries. That's true. It's not like I fast think, food is the only service industry. Yeah, my 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 original idea was mostly just the uh, all of the, the like smell. yeah, mostly the smell. Um, maybe the maybe the taste, but not you know not no calories. It's just it's just that experience in, in an instant, all compressed three years into one moment, and then you then you're done. Now I don't That's... go to McDonald's anymore. That's interesting because I I've not worked in a fast food place, but I have worked in a in a grocery store um, uh-huh. where I was uh, uh, I worked in the dairy department, and so I was just like behind the the milk uh, in like a refrigerated room stocking stuff all day. Uh-huh. So, but like I never we <laughs> because we were allowed a certain amount of like broken quote unquote broken items uh, a month. Um, <laughs> Like, you could just, like, I remember just, like, taking quarts of eggnog off and, like, opening them up and just drinking them during my shift. Oh! God. I mean, eggnog is delicious, but... And cheese, chocolate milk, uh, no yogurt, that's too messy. Could you just, like, take some eggs home with you? No, I never took any eggs. Oh, okay. Eggs were not, uh, eggs were, uh, not on the list of things that you could return. Yeah, they were, yeah. So what was your experience of drinking that much eggnog? I got real fat. Um, <laughs> I exploded. My waistline exploded. Uh, it was not great. I mean, it was fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine over here. Don't worry about it. Did, did, did it make you want to never have eggnog ever again? No. No, that's my whole point. Like, I I'm, I would gladly eat a... a a quarter pound of cheese, like a stick of uh, uh, Cracker Barrel cheese, or uh, a thing of Nesquik uh, again. <laughs> so you're saying it may not work for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've got. I've never told that story before. Here, this is more sad food stories with WTVI. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's all I had about it. I was going to call it Flavor Blasters uh, with a Z, obviously. And um, and that's that's all I had. Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see where it might work. Uh, you'd have to have the asterisk, like, may not work for all people. Uh, yeah. 
could get you may addicted actually to have that. the opposite effect for most <laughs> for some people. So, I, I have one other comment about this. When I was in in high school, I played hockey, and um, being a high school student didn't take particularly good care of my equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning that I didn't wash it frequently. <laughs> Oof. And so <laughs> opening that bag oh, um, was kind of like opening a portal to one of the nine hells um, <laughs> as the plague of locusts flew out. Um, well, John, 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 all you do is you just you just unscrew the cap off an Axe body spray bottle and toss it in there. <laughs> and then you'll be fine. I mean, you joke about you, that, but that's you, exactly you, what I did. You, you put... You put you take your your hockey bag and you bring it out to the backyard and you put a can of Roddy spray in there, just like nestle it in there, and then you walk three hundred feet away and you take out a rifle and you shoot that bottle. <laughs> we had this. We thought we were so smart. We had this secret concoction, which was a can of Axe body spray. And a can of Lysol. Oh, and you would just spray simultaneously (laughs) all over the equipment. Legitimately, the most teenage boy thing I've ever heard. Oh boy, yeah, it is. I'm so glad I'm a swimmer, and I love it. So glad you didn't know me in high school. Well, likewise. But um, anyways, I actually developed a like deadened sense of smell as a result of this. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm very serious. Like, you I burned out smell. your olfactory receptors. <laughs> they shut down. Yeah, they they all got recycled from the surface of my nose. Now, was it was um, it just the receptors for Axe and Lysol, or was it everything got deadened? Like the, the it volume? was everything. Oh, great, good. Like, yeah. Um, and so that's I guess that's my only concern with the product is like. If you take it too many times, eventually you'll just have like no sense of smell and <laughs> or taste. Yeah, that's it did well, come you will back. lose weight. Yeah, it did come back eventually. Well, that's a good cautionary tale for all of you listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also a, a good little secret there. If you're a smelly boy, just spray some Lysol and uh, dear God, please listeners, do not do that. Don't worry about the rash that comes from wearing that clothing. <laughs> yeah, when your skin starts burning, don't worry about it. That's just the Lysol working. <laughs> it's antibacterial. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like I don't even know if. Teenagers nowadays, I know Axe is still a product. I like see yeah. it on store shelves, but is it like, is it still is a it thing? Cool? Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, you mean like I remember it's it came out when we were like 14? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I say we were 14, but we were all different ages. <laughs> yes, I was 25. Definitely a teenager. <laughs> yeah. I was, hello, fellow teens. <laughs> So could we could we make an could we make Axe body spray cool again or can we could we invent a new one? Hmm. Oh shit. That is the question. I feel like okay, hear me out. I feel like mm-hmm. Axe was cool and, and the, I use that term in quotes. It, it it seemed cool to kids because like because well, one, of the sexy mar- commercials. Yes, marketing, of course. I think that's the predominant reason we found it cool. But also, it was different than like uh, like rub on, like roll on perspirants and uh, or antiperspirants. You don't want to roll on perspirants. Um, <laughs> it really pulls all the liquids you? out of you. 
Oh, now, hold on. <laughs> let's talk about perspirant. No. Um, yeah, if, let's say, like, you put perspirant on oh. your, like, knees or whatever. Is that going to prevent Ew. you sweating under your arms? Oh, <laughs> no. I see. You just get it, it to come not. out somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Sweaty knees? No. Can you sweat from your knees? Are you guys, like... <laughs> Biologists. <laughs> Listen, Kelsey, I don't want to bring this up as like <laughs> I know I'm the person that thought birds were mammals. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> um, and, and no, I mean it would only work because you're so dehydrated from perspiring through your knees for right. like the whole day. <laughs> I feel like that is a stain on your on your jeans that. Like, how it's do you explain? Yeah, how do you how do you explain that to anyone? Well, where else are you gonna perspire? <gasps> Hold on, what I if we it. make? Okay, you go first. You put the perspirant in your shampoo, and so it makes your hair look Aww. perfectly coiffed. What with the gel that's in it. No, but dude, your, your head's gonna sweat. Yeah, it'll yeah. just be no. very sweaty, like I am. All no, the time. no, no, no. But the gel, the but, gel will wick it away. That's in uh, your hair. But then yes. you just have hair that looks amazing, and then beaded sweat all over. <laughs> no, just we're. <laughs> Do you guys not um, apply shampoo directly to the top of your head and only to the top of your head? Is that oh, not no, how shampoo I works? I definitely use shampoo as body wash sometimes when I'm lazy. Well, you gotta get your okay. six in one. Wait, can we? What? You only put it on the very top of your head? I was being facetious. <laughs> Maybe if we made the shampoo like it's a foam that you leave in and it absorbs all the moisture coming from your head and it just expands throughout the day. What if we what How if we just make being topic? wet cool? Wet cool? What? What if you what if we just make being sweaty cool? Oh. So like the way that Come back up, why are we talking about this? Because we're talking about perspirant. Because we're talking why about Why are new we talking axe. about perspirant? Listen, I we gotta flip the whole game the, on its the head. Next uh, axe body spray. Yeah, axe axe done did the thing. So we have to turn it upside down on its head to figure out a new yeah. way to get at this. And I'm By saying making wet. everybody sweaty and gross yes, as fuck. No, selectively no, sweaty, sweaty and, and sweaty sexy. is sexy. Yeah. No, we got sexy. Sexy. We, we got that teenage sweat. Okay, but if you're gonna make a perspirant, you need to make it at least anti-deodorant. Or deodorant, sorry. Oh, yes, anti-deodorant perspirant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. John, I, my words. I got it, I got it. I know what we have to do. John. You have to pull yeah. out the axe and the Lysol again, get your hockey gear ready, and we're just going to extract all your juices, mix it with axe really? and Lysol, and then we're going to bottle it. And that will be oh, the no. protein sweat. <laughs> I don't like that. It's called Swex. I do like the name Swex very much. Swex it's for like teens. sweat and sex. Yeah. What was that one? Um, it was like after axe, and they had Bod? this. Like, yes. I want your. Bod. I want to yes. see your. Bod. I'm glad yeah. we're all in yeah. sync about it. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. That's basically what we're doing. Except we're promoting being sweaty. Wait, right? but Bod was so fine. weird. Bod was so weird. Bod was weird. It was in like a Windex bottle, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. What? And it was all different like colors. Yeah. It based was, on the scent. Yeah, yeah. It was like a weird spray bottle, not the normal spray right. bottle. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, everybody. Yeah. yeah. What? Because I know you all did. Mm-hmm. What scent did you use? 
Hmm. Please, oh, I never use that shit. I cannot remember what the names were for the life of me. Wait, for Bod? Marketed towards no, Jude? for Axe. For Bod. For Axe. Oh. I can't be in this oh, conversation. Oh, God. Um, Kelsey, you may not have intended to use Axe, but if you walked around in your high school and there <laughs> were boys... Used, you used Axe by, <laughs> by association. Use no, the, I think I have too much chlorine on my skin. Nothing uh, holds, you know? Yeah. What is, um... A drop in the ocean. Is that a phrase you've heard of? Is that is that British? A uh, drop in a bucket is a like a reasonable American right. facsimile. Um, okay. I mean, it's I immediately think of eye drops for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Are your eyes an ocean? No, but it's I don't know. Like those those dumb commercials always like try to make some allegory of their product with like some freshwater elemental forces. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what's the worst part about, and this is a question I want you all to answer, what is the worst part about swimming in the ocean? Sharks. Um, getting adjusted to the temperature? I don't know. Really? Kelp. I don't know. Kelp. I've never encountered <laughs> kelp or sharks. Are you serious? Kelp is fucking everywhere. It's so annoying. You can't have like a nice clean swim because there's fucking kelp everywhere. Are you talking well, about swimming in the ocean or the process of going to the beach? Swimming in the Both. ocean. I think putting on sunscreen is the most irritating part, actually. About swimming in the ocean? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the worst part. I think Mark is talking specifically about the process of being in the ocean water. Not, not okay, like yeah, I'm going to stick with sharks, to... then. Okay, the maybe I should have been more specific. The waves are also the worst. Oh, you want to swim in a flat ocean? That's the goddamn best part. I assume anyway. that's why you go to the ocean I'm instead of swimming. actually swimming. If you're actually swimming, if you're just fucking oh, sitting there God. in the water, Jesus then the waves Christ. are fine. But if you're okay. swimming, then the waves How are fine. How many more hairs are we going to swim? <laughs> About okay, 10 okay, more, okay? Well, I, I need to rephrase my original query because <laughs> things have not gone well. Um, drowning? Is drowning <laughs> the answer? Undertow? I, I, to quote a dear friend, I don't like this. Um, <laughs> Realizing that you can't swim is the worst part of swimming in the ocean. Jesus Christ. Okay. What is the worst part about enjoying yourself in the waters? Oh, God. People are looking? <laughs> well, no, that's the best part because they can't see under the water. <laughs> oh, pee. Okay. Peeing is the best part? (laughs) Yes. Nature is your toilet. (laughs) Hey, there's a tagline. I could not be making a smaller change to the the water. (laughs) I give up. I give up. I concede. (laughs) You should know better by now, Mark. You can't ask us questions and expect to get normal answers. No no open-ended questions on this show. Yeah. Only leading questions, Mark. (laughs) Let me, let me, okay. I'm just going to tell you my point of view because I don't want any of your answers anymore. Ever again. Okay. So I grew up in the Northeast uh, and the ocean there is not uh, particularly... It, one, it's, like, kind of cold, but that's fine. Uh, and two, it's it's not clear. It's not like the Bahamas or whatever, or what uh-huh. have you. Sure. Um, so I think a drop in the ocean is, a like, a dropper, where you'll just have to put one drop, and then, like, for, um, I don't know, like, a hundred-foot radius? Uh, again, uh-huh. this sounds like a D&D spell, but... 
Um, for a hundred foot radius, the the water the becomes water's clear. Clearer. Yeah, yeah. That sounds terrifying. How is that more terrifying? Yeah. Than not knowing what well, was under the how, water. It depends on how far out you go. Because if you don't know, then you don't know. It's left to a mystery. It could be anything. Your your ignorance is bliss. You like Schrodinger swimming, right? But the okay. instant you know, you can't unsee those things. Jesus. I, I mean, yeah, that's sort of my reaction, too. <laughs> do, do I think, Chelsea, do you go, like, swimming in, like, the New York Harbor or something? Like, <laughs> just coast of New Jersey. No, I'm just more of, like, um, yeah. what is that phobia? Thalassophobia? That assophobia. <laughs> oh, no, like oh, just... no, nope, that's it. That's the podcast. That's done. We're done now. It's I'll a it fear. <laughs> Damn it. Look what you've done. What's it a fear of? It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> it's a fear of knowing things that you cannot know? It, no, no, well, no. It's fear it's, of the deep. It's a fear, yeah, it's a fear of deep waters. Oh. Yeah. Wait, so, so Mark, the problem but, is that you can't, is, is to make the water more clear. I mean, that, that's what you want to do, right? I want to clarify the water so I can see everything in it. Uh-huh. Should we kind of think about what it is that makes water not clear and what you'll be... I don't see why that's an issue. I mean, what if the thing that makes water not clear is like plankton or algae or something that you're killing if you get rid of it and then... Well, what if it's just pushed to the sides, to the edges, <laughs> to the perimeter? It so this is like kill, a Moses it's kind of a redistribution. All right, yes. Yes. so what if it's like an electrophoretic thing? So you like drop down this thing, it... You know, sends out a charge and basically elect. Yeah, you know, there's nothing in water. They mix really well, especially salt water. (laughs) That's the yeah. (laughs) It's perfect. It's like the perfect buffer already. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You yourself would move uh, (laughs) into a into a grave, into a coma (laughs) at the bottom of the very clear waters. John, wh- the place that I thought this was gonna, you were gonna take this, um, uh-huh. or I guess I thought Kelsey might take it there, was that maybe creating psychological horrors, but they're like made for specific. Like you, you, you are a big <laughs> horror buff. You like horror movies, but you feel like Ooh. that they're not, they're not good enough. And then you come to this, this service or group or company, and they will make a psychological horror like specifically designed for you. Wow, that, yeah. so that's a really good idea. It's also to, like thinking about what the result of that would be for me as an adult. Sign like a million waivers of force. Yeah, exactly. Because like <laughs> you're gonna get sued. That shit would fuck you up. Might like seriously fuck you up. <laughs> I feel like it could either fuck you up or or you maybe both. Your fears, maybe I don't. Know. Yeah, I feel like it could be very enlightening. Like even if you're, if you know, Cathartic, it's not like, yeah. yeah, like even if it's not overcoming your fears, it's like because I, I think the the challenge. I don't know much about horror, but I feel like the challenge for horror filmmakers is really them understanding the psychological underpinning under underpinnings of what really yeah. bothers people and mm-hmm. then manifesting it. But if they make it specifically for you then maybe you can understand like what the real underpinnings are and that could be helpful in some way. So it's a mixture of like an escape room company and a therapist. Yes. <laughs> I thought it sounds to me like you're just becoming naive again. 
becoming. That's a horrifying proposition. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, I I don't understand why that would be the result of having a bespoke made uh, psychological horror. No, you were talking about like like going back like a service that would like erase that. No, 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 no. Uh, (laughs) Not erase. I'm just saying like so. Let's say um, let's say John was tired of the horror movies that exist and he wants a new one made and then the service comes and they interview john and they like follow him around for a couple months and they I mean, like that'll do it I'll, yeah, that's they, all they have to do <laughs> <laughs> but like that, so you get a movie out of that right and then like that's that's I think it it's but an what, experience like a but like, what if you're able to like just hit the reset button and then everything's scary again oh. Oh no no no, no 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 no! That is <laughs> that a really is good movie or book yeah. idea, though. It's not a good movie or book idea because you're not sympathetic <laughs> to the main character. They're like the Wait, stupidest not? person in the world. They wanted to make everything scary for them, and then they did, and now like <laughs> they're every stupid college okay, kid in a bad B movie. Yeah, okay, yeah. Have you ever watched any horror movies? All oh, the protagonists are stupid. They all split up. They all do dumb things. It drives me crazy. But that's why you don't. I, that when 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 protagonists are stupid, that stops me from caring. That's why right, horror movies too. are kind of. Uh, usually, I'm not impressed, but some of them are good. So, what if we make a horror movie where the protagonists do everything right? Right, and that, I think that's part of like the psychological one is not. It's not that they do everything right; it's they do everything you would do, right? right. Mm. So when yeah. you say don't go in there, and then they're like, okay, I'm not going to go upstairs. I'm going to leave the fucking house. And then something way worse happens as a result of leaving the house. Right, exactly. So the people who are following you down, they, they, they both understand your fears. They understand like where they come from, and they understand your decision-making trees. And then they incorporate all of that into this very specific psychological horror where you... Uh, I, yeah. I like that. I really like this idea... I guess the one thing I'm a little bit worried about, did we just make haunted houses? No, because haunted houses aren't specifically designed for you. That's true. Yeah, but that would also be cool. Yeah, a specific you could also have a movie and or a haunted house made for you. You designed a haunted house that is your constant surrounding. <laughs> it, it, your, it your go, you don't go to the haunted house, the haunted house goes to you. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, no, but we get sued the like so sued waivers yep. yeah 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 waivers and an llc yep. i think we need a name for i don't know what it's the name of the service maybe but i like this idea i think like it raised the hair on my arms you know when i thought about it so i think maybe we just call it goosebumps <laughs> i you know i was thinking of a similar thing like yeah uh, like it brings about like some hellish experiences so like hellraiser sounds good too <laughs> Since so many people are, you know, afraid of the dark, it's just, are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hooray, we said three, now we get three, three, or, 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 three or maybe, separate letters of cease and desist. Maybe since they're telling you a tale, and it's a tale about something that's, you know, scary, and maybe it's related to death, we can call it Tales from the Crypt. That's the only other one that I know. <laughs> that is pretty good. I don't have any others. Good, we've just created our own self-nightmare where we're now going to get letters from all those companies about their proprietary... I mean, fair use. Yeah. That's true. This was all comedy. You all laughed, we're off the hook. (laughs) Hey, there's a new tagline. You all laughed, we're off the... Ugh, I hate it. (laughs) Uh, Judge 
a judge can't sentence us if they can't get through the episode without laughing. Yeah, that would be a protection. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a big loophole in American law where <laughs> if the judge can't stop laughing long enough to sentence you, then you get off scot free. Okay, either a fifth bird or transport quicksand. Wow, quicksand. Well, like I love fifth bird because like. What? (laughs) (laughs) Because like it presupposes four four original birds. (laughs) Well, there there are two birds in the I don't even the bush. Yeah, two birds in the hand. There's one in the bush, and then one's getting the worm. Well, and also there has to uh, a cage. That's there's a cage, and it's singing. Bird's also doing the word. <laughs> bird's doing the word. No, it is the oh, word. Oh, sorry, bird is the word. <laughs> <laughs> I said a bird, bird, bird. The bird's doing the word. <laughs> I love when you give me clips that I can just like repeat and then slow down the audio on. <laughs> doing the word. Bird, bird, bird. <laughs> Oh. oh shit! All right, how about gust, gusty chickens or big bun? <laughs> it's, it sounds like um, like I just smushed both of those products together. It's like a it's like a sandwich like from a Chick Fil A type place called Gusty, gusty Chicken Big Bun. Gusty Chicken's Big Bun, come yeah. get it. That's really good, Mark. <laughs> that is really good. Come so on gusty, back, and gusty chicken. <laughs> gusty chickens. We, we're gonna put it in your face. <laughs> we got a tornado of chicken. We got yeah. a tornado of flavor. <laughs> gusty chickens, a tornado Hi. of flavor. Hi, I'm Gus, a gusty chicken. <laughs> You may have seen our advertisements in Sky Mall. <laughs> okay, what is actually a big bun? Big bun is our famous 100% all white meat chicken. Oh. Including the bun. <laughs> we put it in a bun. It's a big no, bun. The bun is made out of chicken. <laughs> Here's the, the bun thing. is just two large roast chickens. Oh, the God. bun, it's a piece of fried chicken breast. Betwixt two roast chickens. <laughs> so I was imagining that the big bun would just be the butt of a chicken. That's in there, too. That's you got both of them. Order three big buns now and get a new big bun butt chicken for free. <laughs> now with new Gus's gravy. <laughs> Gusty's Gus's gravy. Gus's Gusty gravy. <laughs> Put Gus's Gusty Gravy on your big bun, and you got a Gusty Gus's Big Bun Chicken Gus Gusty. (laughs) You may have heard some salacious comments about us from Popeyes, but we're not legally allowed to talk about them. (laughs) But Mr. Popeye, (laughs) Mr. Popeye knows where to stick his big bun. So, why don't you come down to Gusty's chicken? 
<laughs> we're going to treat you. <laughs> not right. Not just, well. We're, just we're going to treat you. you. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to treat you. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Oh, God. Uh, Gusty's Chicken. That was great. I love Gusty's Chicken. We now have a Gusty's <laughs> Chicken franchise. We do. That's our brand. It's yeah. out there enough. To, uh, Gusty's Chicken, Tornado of Flavor. <laughs> tornado of Flavor. Yeah, run by Gus Gustenstein. Yeah. Gus Gustenstein. No he doesn't go by his last name at all. Uh, no, he just a, goes a by no, Gus. No. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. He's actually not from America at all. No, he's not. He's, he's not like, Asian. He's he's actually from South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> and no one knows how he gets those chickens so big for that big bun. <laughs> that big bun. <laughs> Only nineteen ninety nine. Oh man, gosh. Well, Are we going to do better than that? I feel I like... Yeah, I guess this will be Gusty's... Gus- oh, shit. I forgot the Gusty original Chicken's prom. Big Bun. Yeah, that's Gusty the, Chickens, I guess. It was Gus. I feel like that's the name of the podcast. Or not the, of the podcast. <laughs> rebrand. We're going to have to do some rebranding if we're going <laughs> to. Well, we can all be yeah. in, like, big chicken outfits, and there'll be some new person <laughs> looming over us in the background that is Gus. <laughs> Kind of is that what Gus's uh, is that what Gus's commercials are like? It's mostly lighthearted, but if you look carefully in the background, there's this like red-eyed, massive figure just looming over everything. Yeah, I I really like the idea of like they film a commercial and every yeah everything's normal, but like in like in frame sort of is like like a pant leg like of an impossibly big person. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Gus. <laughs> like, we never see anything but, like, his trousered leg. And you hear, like, really labored breathing in the Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> But it's super quiet, so you have to, like, turn up the volume really high to catch it. He's <laughs> like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Every time they say big bun, it's just, oh. <laughs> yeah. Sell my buns. Sell them to the world. <laughs> Get the chickens in circulation. <laughs> Slowly but surely. You guys are so fucking weird. Mama chickens come home to rest. <laughs> well, uh, I'm done. Goodbye. I just experienced pleasure fear. So. Oh God. <laughs> uh, all right. You want to take us out, Mark? If I if I can pick up the pieces of my psyche enough to do so, then yes, I, I after, will try. After being smashed by Gus. And when you're done picking up those pieces of your psyche, stop pulling down! <laughs> Once you manage to get yourself back together, come get a big bun. All right. Our 82-piece bucket. <laughs> From a single chicken, how'd we do it? You don't want to know. We'll never tell. <laughs> There's some giant mega chicken in the background. <laughs> That's the best part about going to Gus's restaurant is like occasionally if you get there at the right time you can see Gus fight mega chicken. <laughs>
It's time to make the bucket. <laughs> Gus, Gus is lauded as like a, a hero, but like because the chickens like just wreak havoc on the environment. But like he's the one who introduced them in the first place. <laughs> It's an invasive species. It's an unbelievable terror in size. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. WTBI has unleashed some horrors on the world. We have. But we at least we solve it. You can only bring them down with the sacred axe of Gus. Like the Dallas Metropolitan area is like a wasteland now. Like nobody lives there. Um, yeah. 600 miles to Gus land. Uh, Did we mention that these chickens are nocturnal? <laughs> nocturnal, eternal. Nocturnal, eternal blind sight. Yeah. Oh my god, gusty chicken! I, wow, that's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this. If you want to share this, we would super appreciate it. We'd also love if you could rate uh, or review the podcast on whatever platform you use. That would really help us out. Um, we've been considering, well, I've been considering <laughs> doing promotional stuff for it. So that's definitely um, something that would uh, help out quite a lot. Um, so yeah, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, this is one, the second best of volume. It's pretty early stuff. So audio is not as good as it normally is, or it has been recently. So again, apologize about that. If you have any ideas that you want us to talk about, uh, or if you have any, um, problems that you want us to solve <laughs> and solve is an air quote there, uh, you can find us everywhere on the internet at the WTPI podcast. We also have, uh, our Gmail is the WTPI podcast at gmail.com. And yeah, um, we will see you guys next time. I have a special outro. Also, just in case you guys don't know, it was talked about in an earlier episode on every episode, pretty much. I think there's always pre-roll stuff. There's always pre-roll like talking, uh, funny behind the scenes. Ha ha ha. Um, before the music. And then after the outro music, there's also usually snippets of funny ha 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 extra little bits if uh you know it's like hanging around it's like after credit scene yeah so there's a special one on this one that was that i used in episode seven i think um and yeah thank you guys so much for listening we really appreciate it uh we will see you next time bye Ubiquitous, ubiquitous, ubiquitous finger. 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 Ubiquitous finger.